Hello everyone and welcome to The Gambit. This is a Grand Arena and Territory War podcast. I'm Solo Base 15 and I'm here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. It's exciting times. I have General Skywalker now and he is Gear 7. <laughs> Just a little behind me then <laughs> with uh, my Gear 11 Skywalker who is basically ready to go. Oh yeah, so, I'm, it's, it's only four. I'm only four behind you. So <laughs> that doesn't sound so bad if we don't add context or gear pieces. Exactly. Uh, so what it cost you to get Skywalker? <laughs> um, I could do the Thanos meme, I guess. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, but no, it, it wasn't that bad. I didn't end up having to spend any actual cash uh, beyond... You know, I, I did buy a couple crystals to be able to speed up the shock T farm, which actually turned out to be uh, unnecessary. But um, otherwise, I put uh, Zeta on Droidica, which is the thing I was probably resistant to most, but I think is probably the most uh, necessary to be able to beat that, uh, at least at the low-ish gear levels I was at. And then I threw gear 13 on B2 and on Ahsoka. Um I might have been able to get through with uh, Gear 12 Ahsoka, I don't know, but she was going to be on the General Anakin squad anyway. So, um, And I, I had all the crystals and the gear to be able to make it happen. So it wasn't too bad, um, for me at least. Uh, but I know a lot of people uh, really struggled on that event. So um, what about you? I, I know that you ended up investing almost nothing, it felt like. Uh, basically, I, I gave two relic levels to Asajj, which I wasn't that disappointed about. I got her from one to three, and that's only going to help me in territory battles. And then, I mean, having a R3 Asajj isn't a bad thing anyway. And then I did give the Droidica Zeta. I think that's the only way to do it if your entire team wasn't G13. Um... I've been wanting to gear Droidica up ever since we unlocked Watt because Newt came off my Grievous team and Droidica went on. And I have faced a couple of R4 plus Droidicas that can one-shot my R4 Jolie. So I wasn't planning on giving him the Zeta before the event, but the fact that I gave him the Zeta, I'm not really mad about. Yeah, you know, I think Joydica actually really scales well in uh, with the Relic system. I think it's <clears throat> he was underwhelming to begin with when he was um, only Gear Twelve, you know, and, and then Newt got his rework, and he was he was more obnoxious than Joydica in a lot of ways, so he was better. Um, but now that we have Relics, Joydica's damage. It, the fact that he gets to do so many attacks now and every single attack is going to be based off if off of in part his relic level joydica is now um probably he's done a good job of reclaiming his spot on that droid team even if newt didn't already have a ton of legitimate squads anyways like newt is a great leader on his own these days he is he is but i have no problem with joydica on that grievous team uh, well, Newt goes to play with <laughs> other separatists at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, I was resistant to that to that Zeta, but I think it's worth it now. I just had to kind of shift my mindset. So. 
you know, and, and really that was the advice that I gave. Like I wrote, uh, or I made a video on how to unlock, um, unlock Anakin. And it, I think it helped a few people, but, um, pretty much everyone I talked to said that they had to, uh, put a Zeta on Droidica in order for it to work. So for whatever that's worth, it's just something It's going to be one of those wow. necessary Zetas. It's like when you make a Jedi Knight Revan team, you put a Zeta on Jolie, you know, like, like that's part right. of the cost of making a, a Revan team, even though Jolie is clearly not Revan. It's himself, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm jealous though, because I used all of my extra Chirotech to be able to, um, you know, to be able to unlock Anakin. And now I can't even get him past gear seven because he, ta he takes a Chirotech at gear seven to get to eight. Um, and so I, I'm just kind of stuck for a while. I'll be farming. And because I'm maxed out on all three or on all four different energies i'm only gaining like 300 or fewer uh, total or you know net gain energy from arena or crystals from arena so i'm not going to be able to like buy crystals or use crystals to buy chirotech so i'm not ready to use my um skywalker yet um plus i don't have the zetas but you're a lot closer like how how close are you to being able to put him in arena right now? Uh, well, I actually had him in arena today, testing him out, and I can beat the weaker uh, Darth Revan teams at the moment. He's not ready for the stronger teams. I uh, I'm missing the lead Zeta, which is the stacking offense, and my clones are only around relic three or so. And I think to get this undergeared Anakin working in Arena, I'm going to need to get at least Echo to R7, probably Fives as well. Um, and then once I get to that point, I should be good to go to start running him because I, ju I just need that last Zeta, of probably four Relic levels on two clones. Granted, <laughs> those were the hardest relic levels to get but uh i think i'm basically within a week of using them that doesn't suck sounds good to me yeah so that, that does not suck at all um unfortunately it's going to be after uh the next gac you know round start so i won't get to use them in the next kind of tripod of attacks. I'm going to have to wait till the final oh, one for yeah, this GAC. So my, uh, I, I spent a lot of time last week planning on my new defense teams because I was planning on Anakin letting me beat the Darth Revan teams, letting me put Darth Revan on defense and splitting Malik off onto another surprise team to kind of throw people for a loop. I got all excited to do this, and now I'm going to have to wait for at least 10 more days before I can actually do that. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's not. I was hoping I could just jump in and start using Anakin, to be honest. Um, you yeah. know, with all the investment involved, and, you know, it still took me a lot of time to be able to unlock it. And 
I feel a little sad that um, like he's gear seven and nowhere near usable. You know, four Zetas, it it was just you know. And then I had I was prepared to have two full Zetas and almost three. I'm almost at my third right now. Um, but now it's now I only have one Zeta on him because I had to throw one on Droidica, and you know I'm I'm about to put on his second one, and he's just not going to be usable. It's a it's a frustrating thing, you know. He has he costs so much gear. The Chirotech are impossible to get, and they're really high price or really high priced uh, for crystals. Um, just I don't know. I feel probably the most meh about this legendary character out of like any of them, even though, like over three PO. I I wasn't that excited about three PO either, but um, I don't know. Just hasn't i haven't felt excitement yet maybe maybe once he's usable i'll be excited yeah i I think that'll be kind of the turning point for you because i know when i was using him in arena today uh, i was actually having a lot of fun with the team even when i was losing to uh (laughs) darth revan with brood alpha in the team which i should never lose to that team um yeah, yeah. They just weren't hitting hard enough. I couldn't I couldn't take out the Malaks. Um but that'll change cuz on the weaker Darth Revan teams that I was facing, they're the ones with the Malaks that are, you know, 3 or 4 uh relic level 3 or 4. I was able to get them down. It's that R6, R7 Malak that I just didn't have enough punch yet. Oh yeah, and that's fair because Rex doesn't, his little Annihilate thing doesn't really work on Malak either. Right, exactly. It, it was Echo doing all the damage uh, on a lot of his assists and it just wasn't enough yet. So I did actually get one more level on Echo uh, today after I used him in Arena. And he's kind of going to be the focus for the next couple days. Nice. I'm going to have to do the math at some point and see if uh, once you hit Relic 7, if it's going to be better to use uh, offensive mod, like an offense set of mods or still stick with the crit damage. Um, just because the offense numbers goes up so high with Relics. Um, I feel like a percent increase from offense i could really offset or you know like make that blow it up huge so i don't know if crit damage is gonna be the thing or not yeah i i don't know because but a lot of the r7s have uh crit chance around 80 percent you know between 70 or 80 percent and that always used to be the kind of dividing line between using the offense set and the crit damage set you have your crit damage over 70-something percent, and they say use crit damage. But you're right, I, I haven't seen the math on now that their offense is so high, what what the best kind of set of it is. And and I, honestly, I, I kind of think the answer is going to end up being um, whatever you want to do, like whatever you have is probably going to be the right answer. Like probably there's not going to be a huge... Uh, difference the difference being like it just depends on what teams you're probably going to face it's like if you're facing a team that has a really uh, good way of reducing your crit uh, crit chance or something like that crit damage then maybe you just want to go for full offense you know right yeah 
So probably think more about mods in terms of what you're countering instead of just your overall, um, you know, overall what you're going to take. So, um, you know, and I, so anyways, I, how are you going to use your, um, not quite ready, uh, Revan or not Revan. Um, he's not quite ready to beat Revan. Um, how are you going to start using your general Anakin? At least, at least for now, until he is like trustworthy to be able to beat a meta team. Right. I, oh, I don't want to put him on defense. Because I'm actually using my clones on offense right now. But I feel like so few people have faced him that putting him on defense, at least for the first, you know, three rounds that I can use him, is going to throw people off or get them to use a better team than they should to beat this team. So I, I think next week he's going to be on defense. And then the following week, like I said, he'll start becoming my Darth Revan killer on offense. Yeah, that's fair. You know, as long as he's kind of a surefire way to do it. Um, I'm also interested to see what he's going to be like in the mirror match. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to, you know, I have one guy that's running clones uh, right now in arena just because he was so bored of the Darth Revan meta (laughs) that, you know, he switched. Um, Unfortunately, when I got into my place, he was out of the top five, so I couldn't challenge him to see how the mirror match was going to go. Because his is more advanced. He has R7 on most of his clones at this point. So it would have been interesting to see how that kind of played out. Yeah, I, I feel like that's going to be an interesting... I mean, that that's the future of the meta right now, or at least what we perceive to be. I mean, who knows? They, they made all these perversely difficult things um, to be able to to be able to uh, unlock him and, you know, like a third of the people who unlocked Malak unlocked Skywalker. Like we're talking very few people actually unlocked him. And so, you know, it's going to take a while anyways to see what that meta looks like. Uh, You know, it's going to take one more round for it. But by then, once, once we hit the six month period, like we'll have the new movie and, First Order and Resistance will probably have some new really good characters. Right. Well, that's, I think, most people's biggest fear is right when everyone finally gets this guy seven star, you know, maybe we get a month and then you get the new movie meta. So I think when you talk to people about their frustrations, the people that got general skywalker about their frustrations of this event i think that's number one on the list because you're not going to get to actually play with him at seven star and you know relic level seven where he's going to be a beast which is a shame it truly is and i i feel like this event was um i don't know how to say it exactly like i thought it was there, there was some interesting elements to it there was i was honestly fine with the level of requirements for it um though it is frustrating how much investment it really took even beyond the the minimum that they set um i I just i think that they kind of made a mistake with this event if i'm just being totally honest like there's a lot of people in high-end guilds who are quitting because of this you know and i really hope that that's not 
a sign for the future. Um, but a lot of people have had it. I, I know our guild, it's like, it, it's doing the opposite. We have like two, at least two more people who like want into our guild and no one quit. But um, I know a lot of other guilds, my shard chat was talking about that a little bit. Um, a lot of the high-end guilds are losing people. Yeah, I, you know, my, my shard arena chat never, n- they've really never complained about any event prior to this one. Uh, this was the first time that I saw, you know, the OG crew that have been here for three to four years. Um, first time they've actually complained and their full complaint was with how long it's going to take them to finally seven star this character when it took them 15 characters and five ships to unlock him. (laughs) And that's, you know, I'm kind of with them on that point. Well, yeah, like, it was a huge investment, and even after I met all the minimum qualifications for it, I still needed to get a couple characters geared up more, and now I cost myself the ability to use him in any kind of meaningful way for a while. Like, I don't think he's going to be ready for the next round of Grand Arena, and I can't use him in raids. I can't... I can't do anything with him. I don't have the Zetas for him. Like, four Zetas is unprecedented. You know, there's a lot of, I feel frustrated just by the the whole thing, if I'm being honest. Like, even though I was prepared and ready for it, and it didn't cost me money to get him, like, it it was still, it, yeah, I can't, I can't use him. So, and I think that's why a lot of people actually don't, didn't care about the event after, like, you know, they took a look at his kit, and they're like, what, he's so broken, he's so ridiculous, and then they realized, oh. Well, if I start saving now, I'll just unlock him next time he's available. And, you know, I'll have him ready just the same time as the people who unlocked him early. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we'll see. I mean, there's always the possibility, too, of them going in and changing things. Um, You know, like when Malak was released, then there was like immediately an Emperor Palpatine counter team that was that was really good and so they they went in and changed Malik's kit to nerf Palpatine in that matchup so right. we'll see yep. I wouldn't put that past them either if people are kind of clamoring for something new well I, I don't want them to change the kit if they came and said that he's farmable in a different way I would actually celebrate them <laughs> legitimately um I don't expect that, but, you know, with all the backlash that they've gotten, if they did that, I think it would bring at least a little goodwill. So the question would be, there's a few people who just stockpiled all their Grand Arena or their Guild Event tokens. And so there are a few people, very few, who have, uh, you know, a Relic 7 General Skywalker. Like, you'd it, that would create a mess. They'd be like, are you kidding me? Like I spent all this top end currency to be able to farm him. And now people are spending like their galactic war tokens to farm him. Like what, what gives, but now I would love that too. Honestly, yeah. I, yeah, it's just so hard to farm him. It's so slow. And especially they nerfed the amount of uh, that currency that we get for doing the high end, um, the high end territory battles. So it's, just a lot. 
All right, so we've probably over-discussed Skywalker a little bit. Um, let's talk about our Grand Arena results so far. Um, how have you been doing solo? Uh, well, last you know, last week I was two and zero coming into the podcast. Since then, I've gone two and one. Uh, I, I actually lost today's round. Um. I put up, you know, I put up a good fight. I scored nineteen oh three. Unfortunately, my opponent just did a little bit better than me and beat me. Um, last last week, I lost the championship thanks to a ridiculous Geo team. Uh, he had a three hundred speed brute alpha, and every Geo on the team was plus one hundred speed. I brought a full Sith team uh, under the Treya lead into that lost brought my new counter team into that fight lost without even blinking an eye um and it, it the relic levels weren't that high it was relic two brood of relic two spy they were just ridiculously fast so that crushed my dreams of the championship last time um then today crushed my dreams of the championship of this round too so it looks like I should win this matchup coming up, so I'll be four and two coming out of the first two weeks of Grand Arena. How'd you do this past week? Uh, four and two is not bad at all. Um, I've been doing good. Um, I'm so far I'm still five and zero. Oh, I'm undefeated. Knock on wood. Um, so going into the finals of week two, and um, you know my next match is going to be rough. Uh, Darth Revan and Bad Stella are both faster than mine, which is. You know, my mods, my mods aren't, you know, like top, top, top tier, but they're good enough that usually I have one or the other that's faster. And I can usually parlay that into some kind of win against the enemy Revan. And um, as a result, like I haven't developed a ton of other counters for Darth Revan, which is, which is on me. Like that's, that's not necessarily responsible, <laughs> but um if my opponent puts his team on defense, I'm probably going to have to two shot it. Like I'll throw Jawas in, you know, do the whole Jawa gambit where Jawas uh, sacrifice themselves valiant in exchange for the cooldown meter or the cooldowns for Darth Revan. And then my Darth Revan team will come in and jump them. But um, anyways, that's getting ahead of myself. Uh, my other matches this week, uh, my finals were, Last week they were. Um, I, I almost got a perfect score. I, you know, I considered nineteen twenty to be perfect. That would be getting an average of sixty banners in each match, and I got uh, nineteen nineteen. So uh, one one less. Um, you know, I had the opportunity, but I just let it slip. So, <laughs> um, and then my first round of the current or my first match of the current round, I had an opponent who did not deploy defenses. So I got to make a really lame grand arena video with that, um, you know, killing off a bunch of just like random hodgepodge top 40 characters teams to smash together. Um, and then my last round opponent just didn't attack. Like he was like, Oh, you got more than 1900 on me. Like, I'm just not going to attack. Like he literally said that I was chatting with him. So he was like, yeah, I, when people get 1900 or more on me, I just don't because it's a waste of time. So I appreciate that. And his defense was strong. Like it, it was good. I felt like it was going to be like a 
a worthy victory for me if I was able to pull it off, but um, he was a non-participant. So I'm hoping that the next round is a good experience for me um, for the next match because my last two opponents were just like, didn't neither of them attacked. Uh, and my defense, I shifted a little bit. I want to see how it does. So um, everything's going well for me in terms of my placement. Like you need to be able to win 10 matches generally to be able to get into Kyber. I know some uh, extraordinary people are able to win only nine and still get in. Um, but I've needed 10 both times that I've gotten into Kyber. So, you know, I'm not sunk if I lose next match, but it would be nice to win. Um, but yeah, that's just my long-winded way of saying it's it's going well. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. It's so annoying when you put down a good defense and you want to see it tested, and then your opponent doesn't actually test the defense. There's probably nothing that frustrates me more, even though it means you end up getting the win, but, but I want to know how that team's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, or like they just, you're watching and you're like, oh, I got to see how they did. And they get like 61 banners or something. And you're like, what did they use? Right. Yeah. You know, like I, I had, I was like, oh man, okay. So I, my Nest team with uh, Newt, like it's this cool, you know, Newt, Watt, Dooku, Nest team. Um, you know, I'm all, I'm all excited about it. And like, no one's attacked it with anything that's significant like they got one defense once because my opponent um threw something stupid at it like it was it was like well duh that was gonna counter it and then otherwise he's like oh well i i threw treya at it uh, you know my gear 11 or gear yeah. 13 treya like okay so sure your treya nihilus is gonna beat that and then another one i was like oh i stole three banners what happened uh darth revan like it, <laughs> like bad move on my opponent's part, but it gives me, you know, and th that ended up costing him. Couldn't clear my final zone, but like that wasn't actually like a valid test. Like my team just got right. taken out as anyone would expect. So, and then my last two rounds opponents haven't attacked. So I don't know. I'm annoyed. Like I have this legitimately fun team. I think it's good, but no one is attacking it with things that I, want them to attack it with like attack it with jedi training ray please let me know from now on just start friending your opponent at the <laughs> beginning and sending a message yeah please attack my top uh my top front team on the bottom uh with jedi training ray uh and please use finn and resistance trooper as your second two <laughs> that actually would kind of be fun like a, a you know, this is going a little far afield, but it, it's kind of fun, though. My opponent, uh, I had an opponent a while ago, um, a good dude we've kind of kept in contact, but he was showing me, um, he sent me this uh, picture, this screenshot of his total score against his opponent last, uh, in one of his matches recently. And it was like, you know, 1920 is what I was calling max. And he had like 1943 or something crazy and i was like whoa how how did you do that you know that's insane and he he said that he and his opponent just had a gentleman's agreement to put down like just like one man defenses everywhere so that you everyone they could get all their feats and everything well i mean that's nice but you do that and somebody's guaranteed to lose 
Right. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever do that, but I don't know. I like the idea of it, I guess. I, I actually thought about, you know, my, with my all, I've mostly retired. I'm just doing Grand Arena because I enjoy Grand Arena. I thought about when I fully retire joining Grand Arena and then just putting down one tune like that, basically in each zone uh, to let people get their feet. But every time I think about doing that, I just enjoy attacking too much. I agree. I agree. It's so cringy. You know, I think one thing I'm going to do eventually, though, I'll get, I'll, I'll be able to swallow my pride and do it, is someday I'm going to fail to clear my opponent, uh, you know, get a full clear. Um, it's happened before, but it never occurred to me before this. Um, someday I'm going to full clear someone, or not full clear someone, I, I can't beat their last team, and I will just send every single character that I have in one at a time and give them, like, you know, 100 defenses. <laughs> and and then awesome. all of their future opponents are like, wow, that guy had a crazy defense. You know, like just totally offset their <laughs> um, their stats. But one day I'll do that. But that day is not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> if, if this guy that I'm facing truly has my number, we'll see. Um, anyways, let's move on to, we have a couple podcast questions uh, that people submitted via discord which is great if you guys um don't know if you're listening for the first time or if you haven't listened well in our other casts um we do answer questions that are submitted by our listeners um and you do that by joining our discord which we'll have information for toward the end of this uh episode so the first question is by goat roper and or is it go troper i'm not sure um, the question is, if a sandbox mode were to come, would you rather fight and test against their own roster or construct teams from an allies roster? The answer is yes. Um, if I had to pick one or the other, I'd probably want to go into my own roster because I could change the mods around or change the team comps around to how I want them or how I want to test them, I should say without annoying somebody else. It's like if I was going up against your roster, you know, every 10 minutes you would get a message saying, hey, change the mods to this. Now what about this? <laughs> yeah, what about what about this? Let, let me try this. Um, so I think for ease, for ease of use, I would say against my own roster because it would be less annoying to everybody else. Oh, that that's legitimate. I mean, I would like that too. I guess my... My counter argument would be um, not everyone has, like, I, I have a relatively strong roster. I like it a lot, but I don't have Bosk at gear 13 yet. You know, he's he's getting there. He'll be there soonish, I hope. If I ever gear General Skywalker ever, um, Bosk will be next. But until then, it would be really nice to be able to use my opponent's Bosk at gear 13, Relic 7, so that I could see, like, Nope, first order at gear 12 are not an answer to Relic 7 Bosk, you know. Uh, you know, he, it's a hard counter if they're closer in gear, in gear levels, but, you know, it would be nice to be able to see that. So, you know, like you said, it would be nice to have both. Um, 
that's actually a really fun point um if we have to actually fight other rosters i actually kind of was thinking we might just be able to customize the characters we were facing it's like if i run this test again you know using darth revan and uh, badstla and i'm like a point of speed slower with both of them like how many times do i have to run it to be able to you know win like what's my win percentage what could, what if i tried this or that you know if we could customize the characters and mods, I think that would probably be the best solution of all of them, personally. That would be a good solution. I agree on that one. But I think I agree. Actually, I think I disagree um, with you on like facing my own roster versus facing someone else's. Like My roster is just one. If I could use all of my allies, that's 50 rosters I could pull teams from. You know, I think I, and I'd be able to boot all the useless people who have been active, inactive for 300 days or whatever, you know, and actually add people of substance or rosters of substance. I'm sure that everyone on my roster is a substantial good person. Um, anyways, um, moving on to the second question, I'm going to let you read it because I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, well, neither do I. So, uh, (laughs) every time I see the name in our guild chat, and he's been with our guild for probably two plus years at this point, I just say Urungus. So we're we're going with that. And I'll let him yell at me in the guild chat tomorrow. Um, so what are some tips or tricks for banner maximization that you use? Um, so for me, first I'll say that I always just pictured his name as something like a sand person would say. So, um, you know, I'm not going to actually try to quote that. That would probably be really funny. It'd be like belong on a bloopers reel though. So um, anyways, for my tips and tricks, like, you know, obviously I'm always preaching, trying to get banner uh, efficiency and stuff. I mean, the really obvious answer to me is take teams that can regenerate protection. Like, that is my number one goal every time I'm thinking of a team. Like, it's really hard for me to take a Padme squad, for instance, on offense. Even though they're really good on offense, they don't, like, it's really hard to get max banners using them. Um, Just because they can't regenerate protection. The only way you can do it is if you're faster, you can get your protection up uh, early enough. And then... Hopefully your opponent can't chew through it fast enough. That that does happen, but, you know, trying to find squads that have good uh, protection regeneration mechanics is one of the key things that I look at. It's why I use Bounty Hunters for ever, it seems like, on offense until just recently. What about you, Solo? What's something you look at? Uh, well, I mean, what you said is pretty much the most obvious. Um, the one thing I'll say about that is, you don't always have to end the fight as fast as you can. So a lot of times when I'm going up against droids with uh, Jedi Knight Revan, and this is why I like the Jedi Knight Revan lead on top of the extra offense, now that most people are putting Droidica as the fifth, like we discussed earlier, um, he'll put up his damage immunity, and I will just keep calling a Sith. You know, he'll be the last person left on the field and i will just call assists for every member of my team to restore my protection i don't think i finished with less than 59 banners against the grievous team in a couple weeks at this point because 
he has damage immunity, so the assists aren't doing damage to him, and they're not killing him, and I'm just recharging my team up until everyone has full banners, and then I'm good to go. I can end, you know, use Bastila to dispel his damage immunity and kill him once I'm full. Um, that can be dangerous at times because he hits hard. <laughs> so you, you don't want to let him build up too many stacks before you're done charging up because you can take out a member of your team and then you have to wait for Jolie to revive and it just gets messy. Um, but, you know, I could kill him probably about 15 turns earlier, but I'm maximizing my banners if I don't. So if you're looking for the tips beyond just bring a team that regenerates protection, it's look at, for, at what you can do to regen your protection throughout the battle if you can keep the battle alive a little bit longer. Absolutely. Um, you know, and to go along with that, your, your example with Droidica is a fun one I hadn't really thought of. I mean, I've ridden the, the Django train to being able to get maximum, you know, because he's immune to damage for the first two rounds. So if you can kill the rest of his squad uh, on a, when he's on a separatist squad, like you can just shoot him for a long time and regenerate protection and, and such. Uh, I've done that. Uh, one really obvious one is right, like killing zombie, you know, just like a zombie genocide kind of maneuver where, you know, you kill everyone but spirit, and then you just shoot, you shoot the um, zombie until you're you're full, fully healed, um, as you say. There, there's a few different elements to that. Um, one thing I wanted to point out too, though, is so when you're fighting Nest, there, you know, you got to be careful because she can really just like. She can time you out pretty easy if you're not careful, but uh, like if you're using Jedi Training Ray or if you're using um, First Order, there's certain things. Like if you get Tenacity down on Nest, then it, there are certain moves you can take that will reduce her turn meter consistently. And because she has turn meter or she has uh, Tenacity down, her turn meter goes um down whenever you do one of those moves that reduces her turn meter. So if you're using First Order, you double stun her. Um, for two turns, and then you can just uh, get your buffs up and regenerate your protection over and over again, um, you know, just slowly, and uh, use, like, First Order Officers Special Shot and uh, First Order Executioners Special to reduce turn meter. And then once you're pretty close to full protection, then you can stop using those specials and just do basics all the time, get her turn meter up, you know, wait for her protection to reset then she's still stunned and then you can take her out um but like as far as like sometimes i actually really like fighting against nest for just that mechanic like being able to do all the damage to her without actually worrying about killing her yeah she's one of the ones that i kill as fast as humanly possible though you are right with jtr um when he i use jtr against nest teams it's the you get r2 to stealth everybody and you're not worried about the counterattacks. So even if it's a Kira lead, you're not worried about her regening protection because you're stealthed and she can't counter. And then you just kind of use specials until BB-8 gets one or two of his specials off because he restores the protection on that team. And then, you, you know, hopefully you can time it right to kill Nest. 
Oh right, yeah. You use um, you use L three in there. I use Finn, so he he does the plus twenty yeah. percent across the board on protection. Um, but either way, uh, you know, and, and one other thing that goes with that, like if you can have a squad that um, has a lot of control, like First Order has a bunch of stuns and a bunch of turn meter reduction. Uh, Jedi Training Ray has a ton of stuns and um, turn meter reduction, stuff like that. If you have a squad that's really good at control, you can kind of, if you're, if you practice enough and get good enough and experienced enough, you can really just kind of swim circles around uh the enemy team and prevent them from even getting a turn and then you kind of just negate the need for banner regeneration or protection regen and that's how emperor palpatine teams on offense work i've heard so yeah ep works like that you kind of mentioned it earlier where padme kind of works like that of just go fast and you know, you save your banners. That's how I'm finishing Night Sisters with 58 or 59 banners, just because it, it, the team kills fast. Um, speaking of killing fast, it's a good segue into talking about our counter of the week, which is after this past territory battle, we've seen a lot of negotiators popping up in many of the fleet arena shards. So, Zareth, what's the key to taking out these negotiator teams if you're trying to save your currency to see when Malevolence comes out? <laughs> well, first, I want to apologize that we're talking about ships at all because um, no one likes ships. No, I take it back. Like, five people like ships. <laughs> and it, it's like a it's an interesting thing to talk about anyways because this is a grand arena Um discussion but we will have ships involved in grand arena very soon um and they are relevant for territory wars as well which is also a game mode that we um, both condone uh, there's solo and zareth approved so um taking out the, out the negotiator honestly right now the only ship that you know they're all they're all decent but the ship that matters the most is jedi anakin like if you can find a way to kill jedi anakin that that's the key like kill him early and win um you know if he's allowed to do his thing for a, an extended period of time you're gonna have you're gonna struggle so um i mean that that's basically my approach i i'm able to beat the the negotiator team with my falcon team relatively easily still um i, I don't like to do it because i'm sick of millennium falcon and home one and all that but um that's that's my counter like i i don't know ships like super duper well i i know i know most of their kits and i just don't spend a lot of time theory crafting it and um I, you know i get my number one every day but there are people who have quit on my shard like six months ago who are still in the top 30 so like my shard my ship shard is not deep um you know it, it doesn't require a huge amount of theory craft so um that's worked for me though every time um I couldn't beat my, uh, I couldn't win the mirror match against my, uh, my shard Kraken, who's at well over 6 million GP at this point. Um, I couldn't beat him because he has completely maxed everything on his negotiator team. So I couldn't beat that mirror and I turned, put the Falcon in and won relatively easily. I, I think I lost bigs and that was it. So what about you, Solo? You, you have anything to add, I know that you were saying you don't uh, worry about the negotiator as much because 
you start it like you've been at number you've dropped to three or something every day for a week or so uh well i was three today Uh, i was five yesterday um (laughs) i i really haven't dropped since i switched to negotiator part of the reason is one of the guys in my shard uh he knew from long ago that he was not getting general skywalker so he put his full focus into the fleet arena team so he was the first negotiator on the shard i was the second he currently has an r7 anakin and r7 kenobi and i think his ahsoka last time i checked is r5 um so he and i been kind of in an arms race which unfortunately at the moment he's winning in that my ahsoka is only r3 though my anakin is r7 my kenobi's gonna be r5 probably by the end of today um but so we both have such ridiculously starred up or geared up teams that neither one of us are dropping (laughs) and i switched to negotiator the second we could unlock him because uh, 10 months of the Millennium Falcon meta was 10 months too long. Well, originally, that was such a fun team to play and use. Well, I, I was angry at the start because three weeks before the Millennium Falcon came out, I had switched to the Mace team, and I had just finished gearing everybody, and then I got to play with it for three weeks, and then Millennium Falcon came out. Yeah. So I was pissed at the Millennium Falcon from the start. I'm glad that Falcon came in and destroyed the Mace meta. That was the most boring meta. That's like the, the GK Zeris meta we used to have back in the day in Arena. The <laughs> most asinine boring team ever. Probably true, but I was just frustrated because I got the gear up and yeah. you know it became useless. Well, and I get that. I was actually just about to jump on that team as well, but... Um... I procrastinated and was rewarded for it. And now, of course, now all those characters are geared anyways, but I, I got to wait for 10 months. So, um, yeah. you know, speaking of negotiator, my, my alt doesn't have negotiator yet and won't for another month or two, probably. <laughs> so um, I've been really, you know, working on my Falcon and everything on that um, account Actually, it's it's going to be an interesting thing, but um, I I heard you met you know speaking of alts though I heard that you were um you had mentioned that you're still playing your Liam uh, solo account for your alt. How did Liam? How's Liam been doing? Um, uh, he's two and one. I so two rounds ago, I. I swear to God, the RNG just was awful, and I had five losses in my attacks. I honestly don't know what happened. Every time I went to attack, there was a dodge or something, or I didn't crit when I needed to crit, or something stupid happened. Then this past round, uh, I was two points off of perfect. So (laughs) I swung from, you know, one extreme to the other in the past two rounds luckily i i won this past one and now um i'm not in the final but because i lost two rounds ago but 
I did well this past one and knocked off a bunch of feats. Um, how's your all looking in Grand Arena? Oh, Grand Arena, just fine. Um, since we last talked, I went three and zero again. Um, I'm trying to remember one of my opponents. I think that was the week before, so I won't talk about it much. Just they had both Darth Revens. Um, you know, my alt is two million GP, and I'm starting to see some interesting, like strong teams. But my opponents have been. I don't know, maybe not the best at deploying their defenses. Um, the thing that I've been having a lot of fun with is finding ways. Like, I, I only have five defensive teams and five offensive teams. So my defense is pretty stacked. And um, my offense, I've had to try to dismantle my opponent's offense and get full clears with just five tries. So if I fail one, I'm just done. Um, but I've, I've actually gotten full clears almost every single round this uh, Grand Arena cycle with them. Um and my teams are, uh, I, have a, I have a fully operational CLS team. It's all gear 12 and pretty good um, mods. And then I have a gear 8 Bastila team, which has a few gear 11 Jedi on it. Um, and that's my second best offensive team. And then I have Ewoks at gear 11, which is my third best offensive team. Um, gear 8 and 9 Night Sisters, which is my fourth. And with one Zeta on them on Asajj lead because that's the best lead uh, in Night Sisters. And then my final is uh, like gear eight Phoenix. And I still full clear people. So yeah, it's it's fun. Alt life is good. At some point, I'm going to have to develop another team for offense, but it's been good. Um, now, going back to you though for a minute. So what are you doing on... Uh, Liam's account like what are you trying to do to like what what things are you farming are you doing anything but Grand Arena or, or have you let everything else kind of go to the wayside I'm I'm doing absolutely nothing just doing Grand Arena um, it probably won't last that long because everybody else is going to be advancing and I'm not maybe I'll keep trying to play until your alt makes its way up to my GP That'll we'll have to see um, but realistically, I'm just, you know, letting this kind of play out as long as it can. And then the account is officially going to go into the retirement home. Yeah. Well, um, you know, and in terms of things that I'm working on in my, for my alt, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss. There's so much to work on, you know, what I, what, what's currently strong is, of course, all of the different Clone Wars era stuff. Um, you know, so I need to have Geos. I need to have clones, uh, have a Padme squad, have a Grievous squad. And those are all great and, and worthy squads to work on. But um, it's hard for me to choose what I should be working on. Like, I can't work on all of those at the same time. And also work on, like, Night Sisters, which I should be doing. And also, I need to be working on First Order and Resistance, like... They're, those squads are awful of mine. Like resistance, I don't even have a squad. And first order is, I barely unlocked uh, BB-8 at five stars last time. So I, I need to put gear on them as well. So I'm, I'm just kind of at a loss. But um, generally, I'm just working on ships things right now. It's, it's an interesting thing to have uh, 
such a low account. Um, you know, not low in terms of like worse, it, you know, it's not as strong, but I have to make a lot of really meaningful decisions. And in a lot of ways, I really enjoy having a lower level account because in my main, I don't actually have to make a lot of decisions. It's like, oh, a new character came out. I guess I'll farm that. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I um, I would not want to have a new account at this point like you have. I, the decisions I would have to make and then the frustration of knowing what my teams on my main account are and then not having them, I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, it's it's. I think the thing that confuses me most is keeping track of which account is which because I use I play both on uh, the same phone, and so, so you know I'm switching back <laughs> and forth to get their different, um, you know, energy refreshes and all that stuff. And every once in a while, I've uh, with my main, I'll go in. I'll be like, oh, I have a bunch of Cantina energy, and um, or I guess more relevant would be like just normal energy and instead of like farming the gear 13 finisher that I'm supposed to be farming, I'll go in and um, just like spend five, spend a hundred energy on like Finn on a hard node. And then I'm like, Oh cool. I have two shards for the shard shop. So awesome. I laugh because I've done that before. I, I feel yeah, your pain. It happens more than I prefer for sure. Uh, Anyways, um, so moving on to our final-ish segment, um, you know, you and I are both pretty proactive. We always talk about, like, what we're going to do to be able to get ready for the next round of Grand Arena, you know, the next uh, three-person round, or three-person, the three, um, the next group, I guess, the next group of Grand Arena, and then, like, whatever is coming next after that, so... um, what kind of things are you working on solo to get ready for Grand Arena? Uh, well, I kind of talked about it already. You know, it's really main focus is on getting the relic levels on the clones so that they can consistently beat Darth Revan teams. That way I can put Darth Revan on defense. That's the primary focus. I'm actually doing six refreshes on Cantina Energy right now, six. which is ridiculous. Re- yeah, ridiculously expensive to try and kind of rush this along. Otherwise, it could take me two weeks to do. Um, in terms of gear and my regular energy, I've committed to my troopers, which we've talked about in prior episodes. Range troopers, the last one I want to get up to G13. So he needs about I don't know, 80 cryo pieces and about 20 more of the finishers. So all my regular energy is going to range trooper to try and get him to G13 next. So that's really the two tunes I'm focused on at this moment. Um, What are you doing to prepare for your next kind of trio of grand arena matches? Um, Well, I'm getting ready to um, try to talk you into also putting gear 13 on veers so um you know veers is so squishy he could just die to a thousand aoe so i would highly recommend doing that as well just, i'm sure you would you know in terms of me being nosy with your uh, roster and all <laughs> i actually just put um 
uh, med pack on Veers myself. I realized his health was only like 17k, which is nothing. You know, his protection's not that great either. He's a gear 12, but he's still super squishy. So that's something I'm thinking about anyway. So um, you feel free to keep your gear 12 Veers, though, solo. Please do. Um <laughs> Uh, I uh, I'll have you know I already have the med pack on him. Ah, uh, so next is the fusion furnace, the gear twelve plus. It would be because I actually already have the uh, twelve plus data pad on him as well. Ah, nice. Yeah, I have nothing on him but his med pack, and I think he had like one piece of easy gear that I put through on him the second he was gear twelve. <laughs> but uh, anyways, things that I'm working on. I mean, I my whole focus was on trying to get uh, General Skywalker and all the characters surrounding him. So um, Ahsoka and B2 are gear 13 now, both of which are going to contribute in substantial ways in the next round. Uh, like, I really, I've wanted a gear 13 B2 for a while. I'm glad I had a reason to do that. Um, he can really throw a hitch in plans. Like, I'm, he's going to have a crit avoid arrow and... Um, I think I might throw protection on his uh, cross. I know that everyone wants potency and all that. Um, but if you throw protection on him and make him survivable, like that Jedi Knight Revan team is going to really struggle to get through that, uh, through his armor. So, you know, if they can't kill him until I've gotten a few good hits on them, it's really going to throw off their plans. So excited about that. Um, I have General Skywalker at gear seven with one Zeta. So um, I did manage to apply two Omega abilities to him though. That's all he had. Two abilities that needed Omegas. Um, otherwise my nest, I, I decided to just pull the trigger and put nest up to relic seven. Um, and so that's, that's where she is. And I think the biggest thing for me right now in terms of planning uh, for the future is the developers have said that we're going to have uh, ships in our in our next Grand Arena. And so I want the best fleets possible. And I have resisted forever trying to get Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder geared up. Like, they are so frustrating to gear. Rebel Pathfinder takes like 11 or 12 Carbanti himself for a pretty mediocre character. Um but I'm working on Biston's U-Wing uh, to get it ready for either offense or defense. I haven't decided yet for when we have ships in Grand Arena. Um, just in I'd want to be able to maximize banners. And if I don't have the best teams available, I might get wins, but they're not going to be efficient wins necessarily. So, um, and now, now that I say that, I, I'm like, dare I go into the next round with a gear 12 uh, Akbar and... That makes me cringe so hard. I'm going to just skip that line of thought. So that's what I'm doing. Um, now General Skywalker will be my focus for the foreseeable future. So my favorites list will be uh, meta-changing Skywalker right next to Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. I let you talk me into many things. I can tell you gearing up Biston is never going to be one of them. Oh man, challenge accepted. <laughs> Dangerous last words. No, I, I I have resisted it forever, but 
you know, actually, I saw him on an interesting, he was on a first order team I saw a while ago. Um, you know, he gets frenzy and I took out the team, but I actually dropped a couple banners, which I, you know, with, with my usual counter and I usually get 60 on first order. So I've seen people try and use them on a couple different teams. Cause I guess they figure they have a G12, they might as well. Um, I can tell anyone, if any future opponent is listening you never have to worry about Biston being on one of my teams. Hmm. That's going to be a huge advantage. I don't know if I would have ever given up that information, but all good. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I think we're we're heading toward the end of our show. Um, Solo has uh, a list of excellent things that we can... Uh, uh, a list of excellent resources, I guess I should say, that uh, we have available uh, that we've kind of developed uh, for people who like Grand Arena just like us. And um, and then we'll do our awkward sign-off and call it good. So what, um, what kind of things, Solo, do we have available? Well, uh, to start with, we you mentioned it earlier, we have our Discord server. You know, we'll have the link in the description below. Um, it's just a place to talk about Grand Arena Territory Wars or come up with podcast questions for this show that we can answer for the podcast. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, you can get the Discord link off of our next item, which is our YouTube channels. You can search for Zaretz. Um, his is just his name. X-A-E-R-E-T-H, or my channel, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. In all of our videos, we'll put the link to the Discord in the descriptions of the videos. And finally, and probably the biggest resource that we have is the counter sheet. And that is a sheet with a list of counters of teams that we've faced. We have the description of the full team so it'll be all five people that we faced the description of the full team we used to beat that team so it'll be all five or less depending on how many people we use in our counter and then next to that and most importantly will be a timestamped link to a video of that actual fight so you can see how successful the counter was you can see what moves we used to beat the team and you can see uh, if you want to use that team to counter whatever team you are facing. Uh, it's a fantastic resource. There's constantly people on it. There's constantly times uh, that Sarah or I will get comments from somebody that said that it really helped them. And we hope it helps you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of work to try to maintain that thing. But I think it's actually... Uh, paid off pretty well. Um, I think that a lot of people are using it. So um, I would invite our listeners to take a look. Um, and that's basically it. You got anything else, Solo? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I do think the last thing we should talk about is, uh, you know, General Skywalker needs a shortened name, and so I think Ganny is the way to go. What do you think? <laughs> I'm wondering if Tiber uh, put you up to this, and if he has um, your PayPal account information at this point. <laughs> I can tell you he did not ask me 
or put me up to this in any way. Um, it is fun to see the reaction. Of- yeah, Gany makes me cringe so much, and yet it's so much easier to say than G- GS or whatever. It really is. It's it's good. It's gonna. Pick I'm so up. frustrated by watch. that, but I don't know what what to do. So I guess I'll I'll wait, and once everyone's doing it, then I'll just start doing it too. Exactly. But then <laughs> the, the way to the be the worst part of it, the thing I hate the most is that then Tiber will have that as part of his like ammunition for later. <laughs> yes, <laughs> He'll be like, yes, Oh yeah, I was the guy who started that. Exactly. All right. Uh with that I we should sign off. Uh this has been Zareth. Um <laughs> remember that in all things Zareth prevails. <laughs> and Solo was always right. So have a good week, everyone.